Good morning, and thank you for tuning in and listening to this week's message of hope on KBUR News Radio, 99.3 FM and 14.90 AM from First Christian Church of Burlington, Iowa. This morning, we start in the midst of worship with our children's moment with Pastor Justin sitting with the children of the church. All right, good morning, guys. How are you doing this morning? I don't think you are. I don't think you are, but that's okay because I brought with me this morning a balloon. How many of you guys like balloons? I like balloons, don't you? I especially like these kinds of balloons, these helium balloons, because I like watching these balloons float up in the air. And when I was a kid, one thing I liked to do is I like to pretend with these balloons I was a boxer or a kickboxer, and I'd punch and, and kick the balloons, and they would always float right back to where they started, as long as I didn't pop a hole in them. But probably the best thing about helium balloons is that when you're done playing with them, you can cut a hole in the balloon and suck in the helium and make your voices do all kinds of funny things. It's a great, great time, so if you haven't done it, try it. It's great. But... But you know what? God, He wants our lives to be just like this balloon here, this helium balloon. Because God wants our spirits to fly high. And He wants our burdens and our problems to be light, just like this balloon. And when we listen to God and do what God tells us to do, our lives will be just like this. We, we, our spirits will fly high. But when we do things on our own and don't listen to God's Word and don't listen to Him and don't, and do, don't do what He tells us to do, our lives get weighted down. And so, Lily, I'm going to have you hold this for a minute. And that's why I brought these weights here, right here. I got these weights. And you know what? Maybe we just decide that we are going to be selfish. We want to always be first. We don't want to share anything. It's always about me, 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 me. And so that puts weight on our lives. And so we're going to call this first weight this is going to be our selfish weight, and I'm going to, I'm going to quickly tie it to the balloon. We got our, our selfish weight here, so we can put that there, and Lily, you don't have to hold it now. Now we don't even have to hold the balloon because our lives are starting to be weighted down, right? So we're selfish now, but you know what? That's, we're not going to stop there. We, we're going to decide, you know what? We don't want to help anybody out at all. We just want to sit back and relax and don't do anything. Let everybody else do all the work. And so we add another weight to our lives. And we're going to call this one our unhelpful weight, okay? So let me add this one here. Balloon goes down even farther, doesn't it? Our lives are weighted down even more, but we still got another weight. And you know what? Maybe we also decide we're just not going to have a good attitude at all. We're just we're just going to be grumpy and we're going to be whiny because we didn't get our own way and we're going to fight with our moms and dads and our brothers and sisters. We're just not going to have a good attitude. So we're going to add one more weight. We're going to call this one our grumpy weight. Okay? So here's our grumpy weight. We added that. And look, our balloon is almost all the way to the ground, isn't it? Our lives are so weighted down with being selfish and unhelpful and grumpy you know, we're almost all the way to our ground. Our spirits are so low right now. And a balloon's not a whole lot of fun when it's that low to the ground, is it? But what if we decide, you know what? Today I'm just going to have a good attitude. I'm, I'm going to help people out. And, and I'm not going to pout and whine if I don't get my own way. I'm going to be nice to my brothers and sisters and my mom and dad. 
and so we got these scissors. And Lil, can you help me? Would you cut that grumpy weight off there? Right, right, right there. Right there. And look, our spirits are lifted just a little bit, right? And we were like, man, that feels really, really good. I want to keep going with this. So, you know what? Not only am I not going to be grump anymore, but I'm going to start being helpful around the house. I'm not going to sit around and watch everybody else do the work. I'm going to help out because when everybody helps out, the work gets easier and, and the work is a lot more fun when everybody helps out. So, so Lil, why don't you cut that weight? And again, the balloon gets higher, doesn't it? We let, took that weight off. The balloon comes up. And finally, you know, we're feeling so good. We're like, you know what? I'm going to get rid of that selfish weight now. I'm going to make sure that, that I don't always have to be first and I can share my things and I can be nice and, and say nice things to people and lift people's spirits up. So when we get rid of that last weight, what do you think is going to happen? Let's get rid of that last weight there. Our spirits are going to fly all the way up to the ceiling. High and light are our spirits when we live those kind of lives. And that's the kind of life that God wants us to live. And if we listen to God's word and do what he tells us and love one another, our spirits will fly high just like our balloon just did, okay? You guys pray with me? Let's pray. Dear Jesus, you showed us how to love one another and think of someone besides ourselves. Help us to let go of all the selfishness that weighs us down. Help us to lift our spirits by putting the needs of others ahead of our own. In your name we pray and all God's kids shout it out. This week, our senior pastor, Dave Yonker, begins our new sermon series, Big Questions, about God, the Bible, and life, with scripture from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. We hope that this week's message helps you grow in your faith and share God's love. Stay tuned after the message for music and to learn more about First Christian Church of Burlington. Our scripture reading this morning comes from 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 13 through 18. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about those who have died, so that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have died. For this we declare to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive who are left until the coming of the Lord, will by no means precede those who have died. For the Lord himself, with a cry of command, with the archangel's call, and with the sound of God's trumpet, will descend from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up in the clouds together with them to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We're kicking off our brand new sermon series here today called Big Questions. Over the past couple of weeks, I ask you all to submit some of your questions that you would like to ask God. Things that you've been mulling over, stuff that bugs you, things that kind of keep you tossing and turning, keeping you up at night. 
deep questions of life and faith in God, massive things that, that all of us at one time or another struggle with. And so, over the past couple of weeks, you all have been submitting your questions and you've been passing them to me. And so, over the past couple of weeks, I've been mulling over your questions. And let me just say, you have submitted some fantastic, deep, hard questions of faith. I got like a massive stack of index cards and questions about things that we want to ask God. We've received questions about what happens to us when we die. What happens to our loved ones whenever they die? Questions about relationships, about what do we do whenever our relationships and sometimes even our marriages fall apart. Questions about how we can feel and know God's presence in our life because sometimes it seems like we can't. Heavy theological questions like about grace and about salvation. Questions even about why do people suffer? Why do some people get sick and end up in the care center and nursing home and some people pass away in the blink of an eye and other people seem to hang on and suffer for years? Even questions like, why do bad things happen to some of the best people that we know and love? Questions that all of us struggle with at one time or another. So as I said, for the past couple of weeks, I've been kind of mulling them over, trying to organize them all together into a sermon series. And so starting today and for the next five weeks, we're going to be talking about these questions, trying to make sense of them, trying to find an answer together with them. And because, like I said, there's a massive stack of questions, we can't get through all of them in Sunday morning worship. I mean, we could, but we'd be here till like the end of May talking about these questions. And so because there were so many wonderful ones, not only will we hear about them in church, but I'm going to be talking about them and writing about them in my newsletter column. And so if you don't already get our church newsletter called The Collar, tick the box on the tear-off sheet. You can go to our website and there you can, there you can subscribe online. You can read it on Facebook. But I'll be talking about it there and also here in church. And so as we begin, let me begin with a little note of preface. Let me just tell you, because you already know, I don't have all the answers to life and death. And if I did, I'd be a millionaire, and then I'd tell you all about the answers to life and death. But some of you all have a lot more of experience than I do. And my job as your pastor isn't to tell you exactly what to believe and what to do. Because even if I did, you wouldn't do it anyway. And so that's not my job to tell you what to do. But my job as your pastor is to lead you into living a more holy life shaped and surrounded by God's love. To create space where we can work out these answers together as a church family. Because one of the best things, maybe even the best thing about our church is that we don't all agree. Some of us are liberal, some of us are conservative, some of us are tall, some of us are short, some of us love the St. Louis Cardinals, some of us love that team that plays on like the north side of Chicago, some of us are all over the place. We are not the same, and I give thanks to God for that. We're not all the same, and we don't all agree. But together, we're Christians. 
And when people come to join our church, we don't ask them to fill out a long kind of detailed list of kind of full dogma, checking every box. Do you believe this and this and this and this? And if so, then you can be one of us. It's not like that here. We ask you if you believe in Jesus. And if you do, we say join the club because we do too. And we work everything out, everything else out all together. Not always agreeing. But we look to the Bible, giving us some guidance, trusting that God's word can give us some help, especially on those days when we don't know where to turn. And so that's what we're going to be about for the next five weeks, chewing and struggling, kind of mulling over these deep questions of faith. And my hope is that after you come to church, maybe after you read one of my articles that you see online, you will leave here ready to kind of mull over your own answer, thinking about whether you agree with me or not, kind of finding your own faith that we come to together. And so we begin today wondering about a question dealing with life and death. Specifically, our question to kind of mull over today is, will we see our loved ones again after we die? Nothing like jumping right in with like both feet, right? With like a nice, a nice little easy question. I mean, I mean, go right to the heart of the matter. Will we see our loved ones again whenever we get to heaven? Will our relationships that we start here continue on? And let me begin by answering this question the most simple way that I know how. Will we see our loved ones again when we get to where we're going, up beyond the clouds, up in the great unknown? My answer is, I'm convinced we will. I sure hope so. I put my faith and trust in that. Because one of the best things about my job is that I get to be with people in every kind of situation that you can think of, like, like every part of life you can ever imagine. I get to go and see folks when they're, on, when, when they're in the hospital. I get to pray with folks right before they have surgery and kind of be with them after they come out. I get to kind of hang out and, and like drink coffee with, with all kinds of wonderful people, sit in coffee shops and restaurants and in living rooms. I even, every once in a while, I get to play golf with church members, and they call that work when I play golf with members from the church. I mean, we talk about the Bible every once in a while and then where our ball ended up in the woods. And we call that work. I also get invited in in those situations when the end is drawing near. And the transition from this life to the next is taking place. When the veil that kind of divides heaven and earth becomes so thin and is drawn back. And when I get to go be a part of those experiences, it is a holy, holy experience. And since I've been in all kinds of these situations with all kinds of people, as they find their way back to the God who has loved them through all of their life and been with them all of their days, I've seen people pass away with almost a smile on their face, no care or worry in the world. I've seen people struggle the last few days and weeks. And in many of these situations, people often speak of seeing people who have gone on before them. 
Sometimes they hear voices, they see images of loved ones, they, they, they simply experience the presence of those who have gone on before in real and in vivid ways. And it happens as they prepare to go back home to God. I remember this experience, hearing about something my grandfather had happened to him right before he was about to pass. My mom's dad was a local church pastor just like me. And so near the end of his life, he talked about seeing the images of former parishioners from his churches coming by to see him again. People that he used to go and see, now they were coming to see him at the end. And at one point he said, my grandmother who had been gone for three years before he passed, he said that, well, she would be there, she was here, but now she's out shopping. Which... Sounds about right. I mean, I have no doubt that he had seen her and she was always shopping to the fabric store and the grocery store and the mall. And so she was there and now she's out shopping in the, in like the heavenly Walmart or wherever it is up someplace. And so that's my simple answer. Will we see our loved ones again? I have faith that we will. But the simple answer isn't always enough sometimes. Simple answers are good when you're driving through for cheeseburgers and it's like, do you want onions, yes or no? But simple answers aren't enough when it comes to deep matters of faith. So let me give you my theological yes to this question. See, there was this time when Jesus was teaching and preaching in the temple. And there around him, among all the people, was this group of people called the Sadducees. And the Sadducees were always trying to get Jesus in trouble. Always trying to ask him questions to make him slip up and like trip up, maybe even get him arrested. They were always trying to make Jesus mess up. And the thing about these Sadducees is that they believed that this was all there is in life. That they didn't believe in anything beyond. They didn't believe in any kind of resurrection. They, they simply believed that this Body and like this life was all there is. And so they come to Jesus one time in the temple and they say, Jesus, I'm going to tell you this story about this woman. And in her life, she had seven husbands. And all of them had died. And so whenever whenever this lady gets to heaven, which one, Jesus, will be her husband? And so Jesus, in his infinite wisdom, doesn't answer their question. Not that he doesn't know, not that he doesn't even care, but he knows these Sadducees are trying to get him in trouble. But what he does say is this. He says, after we die, we inherit eternal life that transcends anything we've ever experienced in life before. And with this, we have a new relationship. It's almost like we're angels of God, children of the resurrection, Jesus says. For there is no more pain or suffering, or crying anymore. We find ourselves beyond our clouds in the great cloud of witnesses with all those who have gone before. There with all of our loved ones, Jesus says. That's what he's taught us about life to come down through the ages, all throughout the church. But it's not just Jesus. We heard Paul in the scripture reading today give a very similar answer. 
You see, in this book of 1 Thessalonians, Paul was writing to his friends in this church. And it's one of the first books in the whole New Testament. And the issue is some people in the church were starting to die. And the people left beyond were wondering, what do we do? How do we keep on being the church when our loved ones are passing away? Will we see them again? And so Paul says, we have hope in Jesus Christ. Because he says, whenever that trumpet of the archangel calls, those who are in Christ will rise, they will be caught up in the air with the Lord, and then those who are left will rise up there with them, and the heavens will all be united together. Because as that old, old hymn says, when the roll is called up yonder and the dead in Christ will rise, we will be there with them. With those who have gone on before us in the great cloud of witnesses. You see, this is the good news of our faith. This is the good news that keeps us going. That nothing that happens in life can separate us from God's love in Jesus Christ. Nothing can take that love away. Not even death. And so on those days when the shadows Go, draw along, and the transition from this life to the next begins to take place, and all the family has been called into the room, and every Kleenex has been used up because there isn't a dry eye in the place. There is hope. There is hope of salvation in Christ and His love of a great reunion of the life to come that is beyond anything we've ever even imagine or see because there is hope in Christ. Let us pray. Oh, loving God, we give you thanks and praise for your Holy Spirit that fills all the days of our life, that your presence is always with us, that it called us forth at the very beginning of our days, that was with us through all the highs and lows, all the deep valleys, all the tall mountains, and every day in between. O loving God, we know that your love is with us, even on those days when we are weighed down with bitterness and tiredness, and we have a hard time soaring above the clouds and seeing the light of your eternal love. Help us, O God, to lift our eyes beyond the shadows of this life, to see the light of your eternal face, that is always shining down upon us. Fill us with your peace so that we can live for your glory in everything that we do. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message of hope from First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ here in Burlington, Iowa. We are located at 1221 Park Avenue on the south side of town in between the airport and Dankwart Park. If you're looking for a new church home or searching for something beyond yourself, we hope you will join us for worship this Sunday morning. We offer two styles of worship each Sunday, 
Our traditional service is at 8.45 a.m., featuring beloved hymns of the faith. Our contemporary service is at 10.45 a.m. and is led by our amazing band. In both services, you'll hear a sermon similar to the one you listen to today on the radio. Be welcomed at the Lord's table for communion and join with us in prayer and praise. During the summer, Children's Church is offered at our 1045 service. There's no better way to begin our week in worship, so we hope you will join us here at First Christian Church. Shouts of action. 